In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Brendan Kilcoyne coming to you with the Brendan Option, courtesy of Immaculata Productions. Uh, you might care to hit the subscribe button uh, to support us on Patreon or PayPal, to find us on Instagram, Facebook. Please keeping in mind the whole time that we are crowdfunded and also keeping in mind that we do need your constructive comments. Bread. Crowds. Not enough bread. Big crowds. The event management of heaven. So the first reading there this Sunday, you got Elisha, the dude of God. Okay, there he is. And the guy, you know, says, we don't have enough to feed the people. You know, he's just got some food with him. And Elisha says, give it to the people, they'll have enough to eat. Now, we've been talking the last few Sundays, this terrifying thing of actually depending on God. Whether you're prophet, shepherd, and prophet and shepherd are very closely aligned, or, or whether, you, you know, whatever God has asked you to do is that you depend on God in doing it, which is terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying because we, above all nowadays, we like to plan. We like to have everything prepared, to have a spare for everything. It's it's professional, it's serious. You know what you're doing and where you're going. You don't set off without a spare wheel in the boot. And this is completely depending on God. The feeding of the 5,000. Okay, the first thing I'm going to say to you is if you believe that the feeding of the multitude was uh, a lovely allegory, a metaphor, you have lost your faith. If you believe Jesus didn't do that, you're a heretic. You may be a very nice heretic. You may be great crack. You may be the funniest heretic in the pub the life and soul of the local heresy association. But you've lost the way, which is exactly what heresy means in its original form. You've gone off on your own. I'm sorry. It is is an article of faith that our Lord Jesus Christ commanded the waves and the sea, and he did these things. If you have a problem with it, I respect that, as long as you admit it's your problem. Don't make it mine. Don't make it the church's. And I wouldn't advise you to make it God's. Okay, it's your problem. Now, he'll help you with it, but it's your problem. Hmm? So he did this. He fed them. And in all these things doing them, you see the, you see the way this comes up, this comes up with Elisha in, in Two Kings, and he, 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 he does this. He is constantly giving out the signs. I did not come to abolish the law and the prophets. I fulfill them. Look at me and you see the law and the prophets. And this is the fecundity of the gospel. The power of the gospel. He feeds the multitude with a handful of food. An image that comes up in the Old Testament a few times. 
I would like to say to you this Sunday, and I'm particularly saying it, I'm saying it for a start to myself. I'm saying it to those priests who've lost heart and who are standing in front of their congregations and feel they have nothing to give. They're running on empty. They've run dry. There's nothing left in the well. I've only five barley loaves. What was it? And a few fish. That's all I've got. They're not even great fish, okay? They're, they're not very good-looking fish. Kind of very, you know, boring fish. I've got nothing. I've got nothing to offer. I'm a boring little person. I've got nothing in my soul and my heart. I've run dry. I've got nothing. I say to you, blessed are you. Blessed are you. You boring, dry little person. Blessed are you, for he will rain on your land and make it grow. It is when you know that you don't have anything of your own that you are in a place that is just one step short of the beatific vision. The law, the prophets, or the whole gospel. It is when you depend on nothing but him. We're talking about this for the last few Sundays. Blessed are you when you don't have five million loaves with which to feed the multitude. Okay? Backed up out the back. Blessed are you when you're faced with overwhelming odds and you're only just one little person, one tired little priest with nothing left. Blessed are you when you're a parent in front of your teenage kids and you're intimidated and overwhelmed with their sophisticated, world-weary arguments and your little bit of faith seems so inadequate. Blessed are you when you're a, a journalist trying to survive nowadays as a person of faith in a pit of vipers. Okay, that's, that's abusive. Uh, 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 a pit of cuddly vipers. How's that? Nice vipers. Well-mannered vipers. Middle-class vipers. Blessed are you. Blessed. It has taken the saints, many of them, a lifetime to get to where you are, you undeserving, lazy little buggins. Blessings are being poured on you and you don't even know it. There you are, with nothing prepared, nothing done, nothing to recommend you, nothing to defend yourself, no alibi, nothing, in front of a disbelieving court and a sceptical jury and, and a judge with the cut of the devil on. And you have nothing. Hey. I envy you. That is so cool. I mean, Catholic cool. Which is a new level of cool. We'll discuss that in later episodes. You are blessed. Now God can do his work that he doesn't have to listen to your bullshit. Eh? Now he can actually get past you to do his work. Now you're going to actually let him do his work through you because you have no choice. My friend, stop complaining. Take the money and run. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. <laughs>